0: After the fact.
1: Oops. <laughs> there we go. Welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Dojo. I had to look oh, at you,
0: to we make sure you were doing it.
1: We didn't plan that. That, no, we that worked out perfectly. That was
0: nicely in sync. I liked
1: it. Uh, to my left from Detroit, Michigan. Uh... What can, you what say can about I say him? about you? I don't know. Um, he enjoys dipping food in ranch dressing. Yes. Uh, he's not ashamed of his body. He's very comfortable.
0: <laughs> very comfortable with what I have, what with I own,
1: what you own, yep. and you do own it. I do own it. You don't make any bones about it. How many it? pieces of pizza do you think I had last night? <laughs> oh God! I think six. I think you are. You go through life saying, "God gave me this. Why tamper with it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, is. There's no
0: reason to. Yeah. No, it's God's work. I, I, I did have a bunch of pizza last night, and then <laughs> you, you said, hey, do you want more slices? I was like, I, I really could. And then I had like, two more slices. And then you had, slices. you
1: had two more slices. Well, uh, we're here today. By the,
0: uh, let me finish. Oh, Jeez. gosh. He's right, Static. He's in a great mood. Great mood because his Pittsburgh Penguins are playing tonight in Game 2 of the oh, NHL yeah. Finals against the San Jose Sharks. And, by the way, you told me, Steve Byrne, by the way, everybody, But you did tell me that uh, you listened to the game, game one, Monday night. I was like, oh my god, you must have had a big viewing party. And you listened to it on the radio, (laughs) driving back
1: from Yosemite. You're driving back from Yosemite. Went to game seven and saw the Penguins win for the berth to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. So let's go, Pens. But we are here today to talk summer movies. We are super excited. And when, what's that? Not quite on yet. He (laughs) was on it
0: then. then he realized what show it was, and he hung up. (laughs) No, but we're excited because Memorial Day just passed. Right. The start of summer is here. Yes. Correct. I always love this time of year because for me as a kid, it it meant for me, it was going to be three months without getting beat up. You get to... (laughs) (laughs) I always felt good about this time of year. This is not an opportunity
1: for you to show off that beach body. No. No. Have you done any work... At all, leading up to summer, to to take off your shirt and let the ladies know. Well, I will tell you this cannonball. I will tell you this. You you when you
0: bought the uh, jalapeno poppers last night, as we did our, our regular bachelor viewing party. Yeah, bachelorette night. viewing party. I, I will know. tell you, I that that was local ranch that I dipped those jalapeno okay. poppers into.
1: Well, we are here to talk <laughs> summer movies. Let me tell you something. No better person than from the Gene Shallot? No. Oh shit, we couldn't get him. Who do we have? Oh, from Schmoe's Nose. From the Schmoe's No podcast. It's a yeah. big podcast. And amazing comedian, one of my favorites, and Van Halen aficionado, yeah. Mr. Mark Ellis. Mark, thank you for joining us.
2: Oh, I am so thrilled to be here with uh, my two most non-threatening first-name friends.
1: <laughs> Ellis, it's the beginning of the summer yes. movie season, but... Let's be honest with each other. I think, why do, I just got to ask you out of the gates, why do they put Civil War and Superman versus Batman earlier in the year? Shouldn't those be our summer tentpole movies? Because I'm looking at the calendar, I'm not excited about anything.
2: You know, Steve, I'm glad you asked that because I practiced my answer for an hour. Um, <laughs> it's been a so, Way back when, when they made the announcement that Batman versus Superman was going to be a movie, we all lost our minds, the release date for that film and for Captain America Civil War was going to be the same day um, ah. because Marvel had already blocked out uh, Captain America for it was whatever the next Captain America movie was going to be the first weekend in May. Mm -hmm. And then Batman and Superman was like, we're going to release our movie the first weekend in May. And everybody was like, oh, my God, who's going to blink first? And it ended up being DC because they wanted to get their movie out first. And it makes sense from the standpoint of, you know, when you see too many superhero movies in one calendar year, you start to get a little fatigue. Like, X-Men is probably going through that right now because people are just kind of tired of seeing all these superheroes fighting on screen. So I think it was the right play for Batman v Superman when they're still trying to launch their universe uh, to get out of the gates earlier. And then Civil War coming out the first weekend in May, because May really is the kickoff of the summer movie season. Mm -hmm. So it made sense for Marvel to do that weekend and just get in front of everything else that's coming out. Um, Plus, it gives Marvel a little bit of time to space out between uh doctor strange which comes out in the fall so you know they want to get the summer movie dollar before anybody else does if you're like a kid mowing your lawn or you're a 36-year-old man like I am mowing lawns for money then <laughs> how much can you possibly put towards buying movie tickets and if Marvel comes out of the gates or DC comes out of the gates first, that's probably what you're spending your money on.
0: Let's talk to Steve a little bit more about this business model of mowing lawns for money. Now, if <laughs> my, <laughs> I, Gary, I, yeah, okay, okay you ready? <laughs> I have
1: one and you don't. <laughs> Uh, Alice <laughs> n- moving on. Alice. Yes. By the what way, did- Steve's excited. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to finish.
0: God, Steve's what? excited about Your this summer movie up. season. I know. Steve is excited about this summer movie season, Mark, because he has a lot of free time to see a lot of movies. So let us know what you think is best. I looked at Steve's website. There's a lot of free time for him. Not me as much. Uh, but Steve has a lot of free time. So what what are some of the movies you're excited about, sir? What do you think? What looks good this year?
2: Well, Gary, I know your calendar is filled up. Those cruise ships Thank are you. not going to entertain cruise themselves. I dare you. you know, <laughs> Steve, living in his, in a huge ivory tower all by his lonesome, staring into a fire every night. Um, you know, the movies that I'm most looking forward to this summer, uh, was, Civil War was way up there. Uh, the DC movie Suicide Squad was way up there. And, and that still is. And I thought Civil War was fantastic. Uh, when you look at the movies we have coming out in June, um, there's, you know, The Conjuring 2 is something I'm actually seeing later on today, which I love horror movies. Oh, wow. Um, I, uh, I think Independence Day Resurgence is going to be a stupid fun time at the box office. Now, did too much uh,
1: time pass between the original and this sequel? That is, uh, how many years has it been?
2: Uh, it's been since 96, so it's been 20 years. Uh, That's crazy. And, and in that 20 years, Will Smith has become such a huge superstar, and then not really as much anymore, but for whatever reason, he didn't want to come back for Independence Day Resurgence, so uh, they killed off his character. And now we have the, the son of Captain Stephen Hiller, taking the role of saving the world from aliens. But we have Jeff Goldblum back, uh, Bill Pullman's back. Both available. I I mean, I have question marks as to how long any of these people are going to survive in this movie. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be ridiculous fun. Um, you excited about the conjuring movie? About the what?
0: The conjuring.
2: Yeah, that I'm seeing that today. And that the first conjuring I thought was so well done. Amazing. Such a a well-made horror movie. Um, and this one, it looks, it looks horrifying. I'll tell you why this one looks scary. It's because like horror movies love to use like creepy imagery, right? Whether it's like, it's a demon or a vampire Champion. or Ray Liotta, drink a tequila. <laughs> like it, it's a scary look. This one has a nun. It's got like some sort of like haunted nun. And as a guy that went to Catholic school, there's nothing scarier on the face of the planet than a nun that's pissed off at you. Can
1: I ask you this, Ellis? Why is every horror film rooted in Catholicism? How come there's no horror films about Judaism or (laughs) Muslims? It's always, always like a nun, a priest, an exorcism. There's no like rabbis conjuring up any demons. Why is it always Catholicism?
2: Well, I would argue that Schindler's List is a pretty good horror movie if you're Jewish. Yellow. (laughs)
1: Yellow. You you said it, not me. That's why you're not working, Mark. (laughs) Talking about the movies, not in them.
2: (laughs) That's why I'm I'm calling you guys for my 96 Honda Civic. uh, When are you going to be a flapper? It it is a good question, though. I I think Catholicism has all these cool symbols that you can use for good or for bad. Like, you know, they have the cross and they have the holy water and they have all these rituals that, you know, if you do the ritual the right way, good stuff happens. If you do it the bad way, then... Oh no! Now our Jesus statue is bleeding, and we gotta solve it. So I, I just think that there is so much uh, imagery to be had in Catholicism, whereas you know Judaism, I I don't know that there's that, there's that level of you know it, we, can we really have like a menorah like turn the candles upside down or is that gonna be scary? So uh, it just you know Catholicism people are aware of it, and they also know that uh, that Catholicism's brought on a lot of really scary things into the world too. So it's it, it's fun to to play on people's fears.
0: Well, here's what's crazy. I know that you're going to get a chance to see the movie early, but I got a chance to actually walk through that house where they filmed the movie in because they filmed that over at Warner Brothers uh, earlier this year, and I got to walk through it as they were finishing the filming, and I got to tell you, that was pretty awesome.
2: Dude, I, wow, great, I've Mark. heard stories from both sets of The Conjuring where, because, you know, you build a house and it's a movie set, but right. because of, of the story you're telling in there and because, you have all of these these relics or whatever, there's some props that you're bringing in that might have had a very interesting life previous to the movie. Some weird stuff can go down. I mean, look, my theory on The Conjuring, because it's based on these people, the Warrens, and they just went around solving mysteries. My thing is that I think the Warrens bring upon the bad stuff. Like, I think it's their fault. Maybe
1: it's it, them, it, Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it's the air conditioner rattles, and then you bring in the warrants. They're like, oh, is this a ghost? And then they actually put the ghost in there. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. You're going to have to pay us $10,000 to get rid of this thing.
1: It's like they're their own Stargate.
2: (laughs) They are. It's what the Ghostbusters were accused of in 1984, and now it's come to life.
0: The, so, The Conjuring Part 4, the Warrens investigate where Steve's career is. Okay. So, anyways. Check the toilet. <laughs> Go shut ahead, Steve. up. You were asking Mark something.
1: Just to just to rewind one second.
0: Oh, by the way, Steve, just, Warner Brothers uh, is a lot that they
1: film TV and movies on. I oh, know. And, I know. The show I created uh, is on a plaque there. Oh. Um, Mark. <laughs> So Mark, um I do want to ask going back just just taking one step back. I think everybody saw Batman versus Superman by now. Everybody saw Civil War. What is it that DC got wrong with their tentpole movie that Marvel got right with their movie? Because I saw them both. I personally enjoyed both. I understand why one is more popular than the other than the other. What what is it that you know based on the numbers even statistically what what each movie's done we we can see who who went to the finish line first um what did they do right and what did Marvel, what did DC do wrong
2: I in mean your opinion? I, I think that if I was 10 years old I would have loved both movies pretty equally because there's so much awesome stuff going down in both of them but I think Batman versus Superman really dropped the ball with being a cohesive film it looked like they were trying to cram too much stuff in there and that's always a fear with the movie when you have that many uh, heroes in it. And then you look at something like Civil War, where it's pretty much the Avengers 2.5. You have all of these famous superheroes fighting each other, and you wonder how can they make this all one cohesive tale? And I just thought the Russo brothers did it a lot better in Civil War than what Zack Snyder did in Batman versus Superman. The knock on Snyder has always been that he's just more of a visual guy than he is a, a competent storyteller. Mm-hmm. And it really started to show... Uh, as that movie went on, because I was loving Batman versus Superman for a good 45 minutes an hour. Like, I thought Batman, all that stuff was great. I thought Affleck and Jeremy Irons had a great relationship. And then we just started cramming Lex Luthor in there, and he annoyed me. And then we started having Batman versus Superman have differences, not necessarily because they're bad people, but it's because Lex Luthor is orchestrating some sort of pay-per-view fight between the two of them. So whereas yeah. Captain America Civil War was really in-depth about the, the the political ideologies and the backstory between how all the superheroes came to prominence, Batman versus Superman was some rich nutcase saying, hey, I really want these two guys to fight, and I'm going to kidnap their mom to do it. And it just didn't seem like it held as much weight as I wanted it to. And the Martha thing really upset. Like the, it, I mean, look, Batman's got Superman right where he wants him. He's about to kill him, and because they happen to have their moms have the same name, like 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 if Batman's mom was named June, Batman's dead. Uh, Superman's dead. Like it's, it's <laughs> only because their moms had the same exact name yeah. that Superman's alive. That just felt a little flimsy to me.
1: Well, what? How about the X Men? Would you recommend X Men? Because. I'm one of those people, I think, that what you were talking about, there's a little fatigue with the X-Men. I, I've loved all the other ones. I wanted to see this one. But then I was like,
2: oh, I
1: kind of wait. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this latest one.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think a little bit of that is that fatigue I was talking about. The other thing is that it just seems like X-Men never has the best marketing campaign. Like mm-hmm. Even Days of Future Past, which was a great movie, they had Quicksilver eating the Carl's Jr. burger. They're like, oh, yeah, go see our movie. And it just didn't feel that exciting. But luckily, Days of Future Past was phenomenally done, yeah, it was and great. Apocalypse is good. It, it, it's okay. a good movie. It's a solid X-Men movie. It's not great. It gets a little lumbering, but it's fun to see new superheroes. Even though we may know the characters before, we don't know these people playing them as much, so it's kind of fun to watch that sometimes. And I thought Oscar Isaac's Apocalypse had a nice, like ominous, looming presence to him. Movie didn't pay off like I wanted it to, but it's definitely worth checking out if you're an expert.
1: Well, let me go through a few of these, and you just tell me what your anticipate what the Ellis Factor is. one on a one <laughs> to ten. What kind of you know what what makes your pubes tin- tingle? What makes your pubes <laughs> what makes your pubes that, that, that coil?
2: Like the worst game show of all time is the Ellis Factor, but I love <laughs> that the final leg of it would be the pube tingle.r
1: Yeah, I want to see your ginger pubes really coil up. I wish we okay. could Facetime this one.
2: All I right, have so, a little bit of Scottish in my blood, and now I have ginger, <laughs> pube ginger
1: also. pubes. All right, so Finding Dory. One to ten. Uh,
2: yeah. on, on the pub tingle factor, I'll give it a seven. It, a it, seven it the seven, the like, PTF. Which,
0: which, 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 That's going to be here. The PTF, Mark, the pub tingle factor. Go on, ahead. On the
2: the pub tingle factor. This does have and Ellen's voice
0: way. in it, so there should be a notch up. For the
2: Do not bring up how your pubes are tingling if you're in the theater for <laughs> Finding George. There's a lot of little kids around. So you but, give it a I seven. Mean, it, it, it looks it looks like initially a rehash of Finding Nemo, but the latest trailer, I it actually looks like it's telling its own story, so I'll give it a seven out of ten.
1: Okay, how about uh, Central Intelligence, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart?
2: I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 because my tubes are really tingling for The Rock and not as much so for Kevin Hart because his movies haven't paid off like I want them to, but them together. And The Rock was a fat kid in high school, and as we know from our research, I was a fat kid in high school, so maybe one day I can look like The Rock.
1: Okay. Uh, do you see it doing well?
2: <laughs> I see it doing big numbers. Game That's busters. a big weekend between. Finding Dory and Central Intelligence, I think both those movies are going to be big.
1: Okay, how about BFG? Uh the 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 kids' giant friend.
2: Yeah, it, simply because it's Spielberg doing it, I'll give it a seven out of ten. But I don't really care about the story that much. I mean, it looks fine, but it, it's nothing that really appeals to me. But because of the talent involved behind the camera, it makes my pubes waver in the wind a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you flat ironed them for that one?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're like little wispy strands, like on Donald Trump. <laughs>
1: wispy strands. Um, Legend of Tarzan.
2: It, surprisingly, that's a 7 out of 10 as well, because Tarzan is okay. like, why are they making a Tarzan movie? But the trailer locked me in. So, you know, and, and anytime Margot Robbie is going to be running into the jungle, that'll, that, that'll get those little hairs on your groin sticking up.
0: By oh, the way, that, I, I wanted to point something out. You know, I, I was just reading something, and I didn't even realize that this was a movie coming out this summer. Uh, have you read about that movie from Eli Roth, Clown?
2: I have heard about clowns Looks <laughs> pretty
0: good that. actually. Did you, it, it's basically about a little boy who's turning 6 yeah. and the clown is late for the party, the birthday party that they mm-hmm. hire and so the dad goes in the back room and puts on a clown costume. Then at the end of the party, he can't get the costume off, like it's permanently on, on him. Yeah. I mean it's 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 supposed to be a horror film, but it sounds more like a comedy. <laughs> That's it, a horror it,
2: film? It, I, I hope it's both. I hope there's some unintentional comedy there. and like I talked about Creepy Nutsmiller. That's why we all a lot of people are terrified of clowns. It makes perfect sense.
1: Now, this is the movie I think, I think most people are wondering, how is it going to do? Because there's some controversy along with it. I think you know already, Mark, what I'm alluding to. But Ghostbusters, how do you see this panning out? Because I got to tell you, I saw the trailer... No bigger fan than me than than those original Ghostbusters. I loved them growing up, and I saw the trailer, and I'm like, "All oh, right, I'll give it a shot." And I was not impressed. What What do you th- How do you think this is going to do? And what do you think the anticipation factor is? Have for you this seen movie? it
2: yet, Mark? I have not seen the movie yet. I I want it to be good so so bad for the same reason as you, Steve. I mean, I, I was on the road a couple weeks ago, and Ghostbusters was sure. just on at the bar, and and there's no sound to it. And I'm still enjoying the hell out of the movie. It's yeah. that well made. Um, and this new one, like I, I was so on board with the idea of having a female because all four are
1: very it. funny. I love all of them individually. I think Kate and Leslie are hilarious on SNL. Then obviously Melissa McCarthy. I loved I think Spy is one of the yeah. funniest movies I've seen in the last few years. I was in tears. And Kristen Wiig, I, I love her. Everything about her.
2: And Paul Sieg, the director, is the guy responsible for movies like The Heat and Spy. And so it, it, it's something that I'm looking forward to. The trailer did not impress me. I didn't hate it as much as everybody else on the internet did. But uh, I'm going to give it a shot. I, I'm nervous about it. But I, I, I'm i excited to give it an honest uh, try. The movie could it could be that Batman movie Trickman thing where critics hate it and then fans go in and maybe because of the critic. Uh, lack of the critical praise mm. and try to love it even more. So, What's the
1: PTF on um, this? Uh, <laughs> it's
2: it's not making my pubes tingle like I wanted it to, <laughs> but I'll still give it a 6 out of 10. By Whoa, the way, by This is the, the
1: lowest-ranked one, by the way, of yeah. all these. Usually they are 7. So not okay. a lot of pubes tingling in this movie. Yeah,
0: Mark, no. what, what do you think about that story that, you know, Melissa McCarthy's last couple of movies, because they were directed and kind of co-written by her husband weren't as good. What do you think of that?
2: I, her, her husband is a really is a really talented actor. He's a great comic uh, presence in a lot of movies, but uh, behind the camera, he just hasn't done it for me yet. Though so I will say, that, I don't know if you guys saw The Boss. The first half of that movie, I thought was hyster. I was loving the movie, and then there's one scene that happens in The Boss where there's a fight that goes down, and it took me so far out of the movie, I could never get back in.
1: Oh. Was it the Girl Scouts fighting that they showed
2: in the trailer? Yeah, it just just made no sense. And it's like, we just turned this this fun comedy into the raid. And I didn't need to see it in that movie. So it it just, I could never get back into it. So I think that as a director, he's kind of let me down.
1: Well, we got a few more here. Let me ask you, Star Trek Beyond 1 to 10. This is the one I'm probably most excited about throughout the whole summer slate. Because I thought the first one was amazing. The second one... I really liked. I enjoyed the one with Khan. I know it got some flack. And then this one, Star Trek Beyond, I'm super pumped about it. What is your PTF on, <laughs> on Star Trek Beyond? Jeez. I would
2: you know, it, maybe it, I'm so lucky I have a girlfriend because Star Trek does make my cube big uh, goal <laughs> an 8 out of 10.
1: Oh, um, this is the biggest wow, one then. Wow, okay. wow, well, We're not done
2: yet. I know, I know. But,
1: I, I, you know, okay. I want to hear what Mark has to say. I'm so pretty excited about, about the purge. this. about
2: <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you this. A, actually, the Purge Three makes my tube single even more. Really? Oh.
0: See, so yeah. so wait. Well, let's let's get to it because I wanted it. Obviously, we need to talk about Purge the election year. So, t- okay. t- tell us about the uh, the PTF for the Star Trek movie.
2: Well, the, the PTF for the Star Trek is based on the latest trailer because the first teaser trailer it had the Beastie Boys song throughout, and it just didn't really look like it knew what tone it wanted to be. This most recent one, it felt like the new Star Trek that I liked. I wasn't a huge fan of the old Star Trek, but the J.J. Abrams rebooted them. I'm like, this is more in my wheelhouse. So I think this Star Trek Beyond is going to be a nice combination of everything. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, with, with with The Purge and then another movie coming out later in July, Jason Bourne, both yeah. of those movies look like great action films because the first Purge was a horror tone and it didn't work for me. The Purge Anarchy and Election Year, it's it, it's almost like Frank Grillo was doing his version of The Punisher, and he just gets to punish the crap out of bad guys one night a year, and it is – I'm telling you, man, if you haven't seen Perch, Anarchy, it's a hell of an action movie. It was very underrated. Um, so I give The Perch 9 out of 10 pubes, and wow. Jason, Bourne is, <laughs> Jason Bourne is an 11 out of 10. If Holy I can, cow. If I can give it a – it's, my fugues my are literally they look like Doc Brown's hair. it's in- <laughs> <Actually, they're laughs> a good sign Yeah, you
0: liked you liked the second purge much better than the first purge.
2: Totally, yeah, because it was a great action movie, and it, and and it was it works better as an action movie than a horror movie.
1: Okay, I got literally I think five more. Um, Bad moms. This is um, Kristen Bell, Mila Kunis, and Katherine Hahn. I, I love Katherine Hahn. I think she's absolutely hilarious. What do you, what do you, you're going to see this, right? You have to see it.
2: I have to see it, but I, my teams don't have to be excited about it. So I'll <laughs> go a I'll go a three out of ten on the on the single
1: meter. Bad Moms is something that Gary would normally rent in a hotel room, but it's actually a comedy. Gary, um, I, would, I would get
0: through about three minutes of Bad Moms. <laughs> the,
1: the, the
0: first, first time yeah, somebody you know, don't flatter
2: yourself. The, too. the first, first time guys, somebody said who's Gary's a bad mommy. The movie. He's actually hiring
1: five <laughs> awful moms to come to the hotel room. Uh, okay, Dude, house this this is the one that I think is going to really make or break DC because I think there's been some movies that have come out that people are kind of like Man of Steel's been okay and then Batman vs Superman Suicide Squad that trailer looks absolutely amazing and if the movie can live up to the trailer I'm back in I can't wait for Justice League I don't know what you're thinking but Mark what is your pdf on Suicide Squad August
2: 5th the the, the PTF is it's a nine out of ten I mean oh wow it, I love the trailer. I love everything uh, that I've seen from this movie. There's been some reports that, you know, that, that there's studio meddling again and that the uh, they wanted to change the tone and that uh, they have some different editors coming in to clean it up a little bit. But I tend to not believe all those reports as much as just what my own eyeballs are telling me. And mm-hmm. everything that I've seen from Suicide Squad looks phenomenal. So I have very high hopes going into that movie.
0: By the way, a uh, cartoon, I don't know if you saw this, Steve, inspired by your closing bit, Sausage Party. That's coming out later this summer. Did you see that? <laughs> although hey, this, I, although I, this movie looks funny.
1: <laughs> yes, Ellis? PTF? I've heard 10
2: out uh, of 10. 10 out of 10 for, 10 I mean, of 10 for first, Sausage Party. Yeah, first of all, it's called Sausage Party, so it's led to But I, I've heard some people who saw They screened an uh, early version of this at South by Southwest, the— uh, film festival in Austin, and people love this movie like wow. wow. okay. it's a dirty adult cartoon it's got the voices uh you know you have uh, seth rogan and uh jay barry and michael sarah and all these guys participating uh jonah hill and it's it looks like it's just a nice sweet movie about food and then it ends up being this crazy adult themed adventure that uh if you haven't seen the bread van trailer for this i recommend everybody as soon as you're done Listening and rating this beautiful podcast, <laughs> you've got to see the the Red Van Trailer for Sausage Party. It's hysterical.
0: By the way, I mean Mark, there's so many, so many movies coming out this summer. I mean, obviously three, four new ones a week. I mean, obviously we touched on some of the big ones, but you know what looks good to you? Maybe looks like a sleeper that could be one of the standout hits of the summer. What do you like?
2: I know you want me to say Ice Age Collision Course, Gary, but I'm not going to.
0: <laughs> um, Coll- Was actually- that the Jay Leno movie Collision Course? Wasn't he in that yeah.
2: movie? <laughs> Bat Morita. It's, it's, it's just, just that the squirrel's looking for his nuts again, and it just looks awful. But uh, there's there's a movie coming out called The Shallows, which it's not an independent film that's like going to win Academy Awards by any stretch of the imagination. It's basically Blake Lively is surfing, and a shark attacks her, and she has to survive this great white shark attack by, you know, outmaneuvering the shark, and just it looks like open water, but with Blake Lively and a huge great wife and a buoy, And that's all she has to protect herself against animal animals trying to kill her. Nice. And it just looks, it looks really ridiculous, but I love sharks. I obviously have affection for Blake Lively. Um, I will shave my pubes and send it to that movie. I'm so excited <laughs> wow. about
0: him. When's that one due out, Mark?
2: That actually comes out in, uh, I think, late June, early July is when uh, The Shallows comes out. And then probably on Blu-ray like a week later. But, you know, it's it's just going to be something I'm really – it's, it's going to be stupid, stupid fun.
0: I know we're jumping way ahead, but uh, what, what looks good in the fall, Christmas movies? What, what, what looks good, like, uh, two movies that uh, have the PTF really rocking off the charts?
2: Well, I mean, you, you like, like your me. PTF uh,
1: Like your PTF would literally, like you zip down your pants, ready to see the movie. You you get that bathroom break-in before the movie, and you look down, and your PTF looks like Carrot Top. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so basically, what movie looks so good that I would actually grow more puke yeah. <laughs> would be uh, Star Wars Rogue One, man. Um, oh, Rogue yeah. One, it's the, a Star Wars story. It takes place uh, a little bit before A New Hope, and it's the actual Rebels. They'd have to steal the Death Star plans, um, which is kind of the, the impetus for A New Hope and why the Empire is going after Princess Leia's brilliant corvette. So if you hear that there's going to be a lot of Rebels kind of have to steal Imperial plans, that lends itself to, oh, wait, Darth Vader's going to be in this. But we get to see Darth Vader on screen in his prime. I The first trailer came out um, a couple months ago, and it looks great. It looks like a gritty war movie. And... It's, I mean, I, being a huge Star Wars fan anyway, this movie, it looks like the right play to make for the Star Wars universe, so that's obviously one that comes out uh, a little bit before Christmas. Another movie that comes out... Can I ask that, you
1: something real quick about the Star Wars? Would, absolutely. Would Hayden Christensen be playing Darth Vader?
2: Hayden Christensen is not playing Darth Vader because they actually have, there's some like huge uh, European uh, his son, man. He's done a lot of movies. That He is the guy in the suit for Darth uh. Vader in this one. It, 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 Steve, you'll, uh, he looks like Yvonne Drago. He, but he's in the Darth Vader suit. And James Earl Jones, I believe, is going to be doing the voice of Darth Vader again. So, nice. Um, it, uh, it, it's just going to be something that's... I, I think it's going to be so exciting. The next week, right before Christmas, there's a movie coming out called Passengers. and Oh, yeah. It's a science fiction movie, it's got uh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, and they're on some mission in the future where, you know, you go into cryogenic sleep to go to travel to this new planet, but something happens, and Chris Pratt wakes up 90 years before he's supposed to, because you know, the, the length of time for space travel would be uh, an entire lifetime. So he's like, oh no, I woke up, so now I have to spend the rest of my life in space by myself on this ship. So he wakes up Jennifer Lawrence and <laughs> And then they have a life together, I guess. So I- I'm not sure what the tone is going to be yet. I haven't seen a trailer for it, but I just hear that premise and I hear the town involved. And I'm like, that sounds like something different and original. And I want to see it. Well, well by we- the
0: way, when, when when fall comes around, we want to have you back and talk about the Tyler Perry's Medea Halloween movie. Okay. that's, it's coming out.
1: Okay. Gary. Mark, true, true uh, Alice, movie, we right? cannot thank Mark, you true? enough. For, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. coming out. Okay. Hey, quick question, Mark. Oh, when you were
0: a kid, what was your favorite, favorite summer movie that you were looking forward to? You saw it, you saw it all summer long. You saw it eight, ten times. What was your looking, looking back? What was your favorite summer movie ever?
2: Oh uh, man, I gotta go to Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it, it hit me at the right time. I saw that movie probably seven times that entire summer. Um, Uh, I remember uh, Independence Day was actually one that I caught a few times because it's fun to take people to see that movie that haven't seen it yet because it's just a ridiculous fun time at the movies. So I'd say those two are the ones that stand out as far as like a great summertime movie experience.
1: Gary, yours was Sophie's Choice, correct? I
2: liked that one. That was (laughs)
1: good.
0: Yeah. I, remember, I remember I was at a video store one time, Mark, and a, a guy said, uh, "Get out of that videos. section. You're he too said, young." He said, "I lost my virginity <laughs> watching this video," and what his buddies were joking, he said, "Dude, that's the uh, in new releases." So I was laughing that that was <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Ellis, cut, cut, cut. That part. edit. Yes. Ellis, we can't thank yeah, you enough thank for you, spending bud. time with us, man. I love you. I think the world always of you, great and it's always you on. fun, man. Thank you so much. And I always watch. I honestly, I watch Mosno before the movie comes out, all those highly anticipated ones. But if you're if you're out there, you want the scoop on the summer movies, watch Mark and Christian. They are awesome. They make it entertaining and it's damn funny. So thank you, Ellis, once and again. I,
0: I gotta tell you, Mark, I know that you're gonna go see The Conjuring today and I get to see a lot of the movies early as well because you and I are obviously in the business and Steve has to wait till the release date. But it's all okay. good. It's all, all right, good. Bu- Ellis, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, bud.
2: You guys warm my heart and you make my thief single. I'll talk to you guys. <laughs> Bye PTF.
0: All right. By the way, we haven't done this in forever and we should do it. It is the summer. We're excited. We just promoted the the hell out of all these movies. That's let, true. Yeah, let, you let's, told let's do me a about gift card to Fandango. Good, yeah. Jeez, we haven't done this in a long time. Yep. But you know, we we mentioned all these bit, summer yeah. movies. Yeah. So let's do let's make somebody summer great. Let's do a uh five hundred dollar this mm. is crazy. Five hundred dollar gift card from the fine folks of Fandango. Wow for our sixteenth caller in honor of the year 2016. 16th caller uh, to the Gentleman's Dojo with a phrase that pays, a $500 gift card from the fine folks of Fandango going from us to you as a gift to say thank you for listening to our podcast. By the way, we're very excited. Uh, thank you to Mark Ellis for listening to us or yeah. for uh, calling in. He's always great. We He's always love having him uh, when we can't get a real film critic. So this is good. Um, by <laughs> the way, game two tonight of game the Game two tonight, Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins, San, San Jose, Jose Sharks. Sharks.
1: Uh, I will be June 9th through 11th at Jacksonville Comedy Zone. Uh, 16th through 18th, the Comedy Works in Denver. And the 23rd through the 25th, I'll be at the San Francisco Punchline Yeah, with you. I'm doing Denver as well. You are? Remember I said I was excited about that room, and then you said that's the different one. We're doing the other one, yeah, <laughs> whatever the other one is. And then um, July 7th through 9th, Phoenix will be at Stand Up yes. Live together, one of my favorite clubs. Oh, I love it. I love it. And the end of July will actually be uh, the Chicago Improv. Oh, yeah. 28th through the 30th. So a lot of dates coming up. A um, lot of summer movies to be had. Yeah, I so think Star Trek's my big one. What's your big one?
0: Wow. I, I get, I, I'm i looking forward to The Conjuring. I yeah. know that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. There's a lot of great ones I'm looking forward to. Yeah, but... Uh, you and I will probably see a ton when we're out on the road. Well, probably not. Okay.
1: I know I'll be paying because you don't pay for it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, keep in touch with us. At Steve Byrne Live at Canon Comedy. Yes. Uh, all things comedy. Thank you guys so much.